Today on the show, we have a very exciting episode. Scott got his wisdom teeth taken out, so he's going to be here shortly, and he is going to be a lot of fun. If you guys are watching the video version of this podcast, you'll see that we got some new furniture here. Even Nerf got a new chair. We were able to get these chairs because you guys listened to a brand deal last week. So thank you guys for getting us these nice chairs. But Scott has some very exciting news right now. He he is under the influence of anesthesia because he just got his wisdom teeth pulled out. Good morning, Vietnam! How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Jay told me that I called you afterwards and told you I love you. Talked to you a couple times. You told me you loved me. I told you I loved you back. You said it back? I said it back, and I'm not under the influence. How crazy is that? That's crazy. Scott got his wisdom teeth taken out. He's 27 years old, and they just popped him out now. I actually got one tooth out, like, six years ago. You know, when I got mine popped out, they took them all out in one shot. My mom didn't even tell me that we were doing it. She was like, yeah, you're just going in for a checkup, uh, maybe a cleaning. And then I was under, and then my face was all swollen, and I learned the hard way. You know what? Honestly, I don't feel loopy enough. No, you're doing good, because if you came in here like an absolute fucking like mashed potatoes, I would have had nobody to talk to, and this would have went horrible. This is a comfy chair. You could even do this if you tell like a funny joke. You could go like that, and then you could sit back. We were thinking about putting some cameras up here. And we could have a an aerial cam. Maybe fly a drone over it. The man spread is real. Try awesome. it out. Pop it out. You're gonna you're not gonna hit Nerf. He's used to it. There you go. Oh shit. Not bad, huh? <laughs> this is comfy. Don't get too comfy because we have a podcast to do. And Scott's gonna probably fall asleep in them and then we're probably gonna have to go back to the old chairs because these are too comfy. What so? What's the deal with wisdom teeth? Why? Why do? Uh, why do we even have to take those things out? Yeah, they cause pain. What did the cavemen do when they had when when somebody's teeth hurt? Did they just bash their heads in with a rock? Cavemen had bigger jaws and more room for their teeth. Is that true? And they used to hunt and gather, and they would just rip shit out of animals and eat them, and that's why they had bigger jaws and they had more teeth. Um, I don't know why people do certain things, Scott knows all about the wisdom teeth because he just was asking the dentist but there's a lot of things people do that don't really make sense like why do we cut the tips off of baby's penises you know because you can get diseases and you're more prone to disease because the foreskin can collect bacteria so why did they not cut the tip off of david's penis because david is uh, from another country. It's a, just a religious thing a lot of times, I believe. Is I it? I think sometimes it's a religious thing. Sometimes it's just like, a, I don't want to cut my baby's dick off. I don't know, man. It's a, it's hard to say. Like, I, I wasn't there to get Nerf neutered, but... Uh, and I know you're supposed to get your pets neutered, but it's just hard to snip down there, you know? Just to think about, especially when it's an extension of you. You know, Nerf comes from my body, so... When if if somebody asked me, hey, we need to cut off that part of your body's penis, I would probably have to think about it. You just going, you just ripping that off already, huh? You can also take the gauze out. They told you you could take the gauze out when you got home if you want to. Last time I got my wisdom teeth out, I had too many Vicodin and I choked on my gauze and passed out. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we don't, we don't want you to do that again. So go ahead, pop it out. I remember when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I had a girlfriend at the time and we were kissing and I shouldn't have been kissing her. But, you know, when you're young, you do crazy stuff and you just want to rebel and you don't listen. And we were kissing a little too much and one of the stitches came out and it went into her mouth and I, I'm scarred for life from that situation. It made me stronger. I don't know where to put the gauze when I take it out of my mouth. Pop, up, pop it up there on the table. It's all gross. We need to give ourselves a pat on the back for our consistency here, you know? This is pretty damn good. Even though you just went through a surgery, we're still here recording. Yeah, no, our consistency has been great. And I've gotten a few different comments that are like, it seems like Jeff and Scott are the only people who care about like putting out their content on time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's true because, guys, we get this shit up when it needs to be up, right? Well... We owe it all to Nerf because he's here always making sure we're here. And just because we got this fancy new furniture doesn't mean we're going to change up. We're still going to be the same shitty podcast that we always were. These podcast chairs here, they don't even match. I and like that. I like that. These are super comfy. I owe you um, some money for it's this. It's okay. It's okay. We did the brand deal. We're good. This chair was actually supposed to be on that side because this one is a little reddish. And that one is more gray. Yeah, what happened? I thought you were going to give me the shittier one. I know, man. But, you know, we (laughs) fucked it up. (laughs) Who cares, really? You know, maybe we'll switch him next episode. Maybe we won't. Well, Scott, how's the sobriety going? How is the sobriety going? Well, right now I'm all fucked up on Novocaine or anesthesia, whatever you call it. And uh, sobriety's going good. I was looking in the mirror the other day. I felt like I was losing a lot of water weight. I'm getting a little less pudgy, um, just from just from like alcohol. I feel like really bloats you. So it feels good to not not drink. But for some reason, every morning I wake up and I feel like I'm still like a little hungover. Like it's it's not it's not quite going away. And have you drank at all in the past? I have to come clean. I had one shot. There was a Dirty Dom party that we went to, and I was like, I'm going to have a shot. And my whole goal of like quitting drinking wasn't to quit drinking and never have a drink again. It was just to show myself that I don't need it and not to drink before bed. So just it, just the one night, it was like the 10th day in. I was like, I'll have a shot and see how it makes me feel and make sure like I'm not going to just keep on drinking all night long. And I did it. I had a shot, and that was it. Well... I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud that you you accomplished your goal. Yesterday was actually one year that I haven't been drinking, except for one day I drank on New Year's. I had a couple beers New Year's Eve, but it was it was a full year now. I'm not a full year with no alcohol. With no alcohol, yeah, not full year sober because I smoke weed all the time. But smoke weed, crack every once in a while, steroids, uh-huh. all the other things. Everything but alcohol, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, but alcohol is like the main thing. That's like going all the way, you know. Uh-huh. Every other drug is just like getting a blowjob or like getting eaten out or something like that. It's like foreplay to yeah. alcohol, which is the actual thing you want to stay sober from. Oh, yeah, alcohol is really, really great. It really makes you have a good time. And I miss it from time to time. But yesterday, I just woke up super early. I felt great. You looked like a psychopath. I saw all your stories. I felt like extra wacky. I don't know what it was. I woke up at like 3.30 a.m. 
I couldn't go back to sleep, and I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go out for... I, I left my house. It was dark out. I went for a run. I went and hiked up the mountain. I went mm-hmm. and stuck my hand down a rattlesnake hole, and everybody <laughs> was messaging me. They were like, oh, you... You're back on drugs or something like that. I thought that was really fucking funny. It obviously was not the same hole, right? It was not the same hole, no. That was a gopher hole, everyone? It was a gopher hole, yeah, but people were really worried about me. I got the most DMs I've ever got, and they all thought, <laughs> everybody thought I was like really fucked up. But I was just high on life, and that's what happens after you get sober for so long. I, was, I say sober, but I still, uh, I'm definitely not sober. I guess I'm, so, well, sober I, from I alcohol. I think it's sober. Um I think it's sober. If you're off of alcohol and you're not doing any hard drugs, if you smoke a little weed here and there, I don't think, I think most of the world does not consider that a drug anymore. Yeah. Or anything. So it's, it's like getting dizzy. It's like spinning around and when you get dizzy and you're like a little loopy for a second, but then it goes away and there's no hangover after. Like, you ever see like kids that like spinning around getting dizzy? I've seen those kids. I used to be one of those kids. Well, those kids probably grow up to be drug addicts. Because that's an early sign that you like to get high and you like to get a little escape from reality. So if your kid's out there spinning around in a, in a playground, go there and abuse, abuse them. Yeah, and if, if your kid likes the fucking Gravitron at the carnival? Yeah, your kid likes going on rides, that's, your kid could potentially grow up to be a drug abuser. So do something about it. <laughs> do something about it now i'm just kidding if your kid likes to go play in a playground that's probably normal behavior for a child but look at scott he was he was spinning around playing ring around the rosy when he was a kid and now he's dealing with the consequences because he's dizzy all the time using novocaine to feed his habits when is my mouth gonna start hurting probably when all this all the meds wear off i'm sorry about the mojo here right now no it's fine it's fine I'm i thought it was gonna be here. loopier honestly i thought i was gonna come in here and be like but i thought you were gonna come in here completely fucked up and i was not gonna be able to talk to you at all but you came in here dropping knowledge of why wisdom teeth get taken out why cavemen didn't need to get them taken out human evolution and i learned so much already i feel like i'm on the joe rogan podcast we are on the slow Rogan podcast today. You, you want to start all the way over? No, 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 no. We're What's good. up, guys? Welcome back to the Scott Cast. I just had my wisdom teeth removed. I thought I was going to be all loopy, but I'm not. So I'm going to be here carrying the entire show. Just kidding. Jeff's going to do that. But no, no. Scott's doing great. We got the candle lit today. So, you know, Jay finally remembered to do his one job over here. Um, it's funny, man. When we go to Starbucks now, I've complained so much about coffee here on this podcast that I know that they they know that I'm a big fucking baby because they all kind of tend to me when I walk in there now and they know that, you know, no sugar and all that shit. So I'm really embarrassed about complaining about coffee, but I was doing it earlier. Um, I was doing it earlier because Cody now goes to pick up the coffee because he's technically my assistant, but we don't, you know, we don't have like a, a specific title for him because... He's just a big fucking, uh, a big guy that just does whatever. So he went to go get the coffees earlier, and I was very upset because he took a half hour, and we had to start the podcast without them. But there's a lot of complaining about Starbucks here. Speaking of Starbucks. Oh, shit. Another brand deal? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I wish. I wish we had a Starbucks brand deal. But you know what? 
There was a situation in the Starbucks that somebody's going around on all these radio shows talking about how I saw them in Starbucks and I didn't acknowledge them and I turned around and walked out of the Starbucks without even making eye contact with this person because I don't have any respect for them. And I, if, I, if somebody fucks over one of my friends, I don't even make eye contact with them. I don't respect that person. I'm not going to fake the, uh, a handshake to avoid an awkward situation. I actually thrive on, on that awkwardness and I like to make it more awkward. So maybe mm-hmm. something will come out of it that I could make a big fucking joke out of because I like that shit. I'm, I'm entertained by it. Not me. Just, Look dude, at Jeff. We got a small circle, man. We got a small circle. If you fucked over one of my friends, I'm not going to see you out and pretend like, oh, hey, how you doing? Just to avoid that little awkward moment. I'm going to make it more awkward because you fucked over my friend. Now, I can't just go around assaulting everybody because then I'd be in jail. And that's not the right thing to do. We just like to make things awkward. We get a nice little thing to talk about on the podcast. But I don't know how getting dissed at a Starbucks is content for some people. I've heard it on like multiple radio shows now. And I'm getting tagged in it on Instagram. So it's like, why not just fucking come out and say it? Hey, stop telling the story about how you got abused in Starbucks. And I just left and pretended you don't exist. Because that's not cool. Speaking of awkward situations... The other day we went on a hike. You were there with us, and it was, it was me, you, and Todd. And Cody? And Cody. Yeah. And we were finishing the hike. We were back on the street, and a car drives by, hits the puddle, and covers us with water. <laughs> dirty street water. It was black street water. I had a white t-shirt on. My shirt was all black with dirty, dirty water. And then moments later, maybe like five seconds later, we're at the red light, and then... Who pulls up in front of us? It's Todd's ex-girlfriend. And she yeah. covers her face. And she doesn't say hi. She's like, she flipped you off, actually, at one point. But like, she, it, yeah. was a play, it was a playful flip off. She wasn't being No, she has anything. a good sense of humor, but it's like a fresh breakup. They're both young. Of course, they go about it how normally people act in awkward situations. They try to avoid it. Of course, me being me, the same guy that left Starbucks with his coffee there, I go, hey... Olivia, 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 say something. Look, it's Todd. Todd's kind of like at this point, he's like, oh, fuck, we just got splashed by this water. We're already embarrassed, you know? How could it possibly get more embarrassing? I've never seen that happen to anyone, and I thought it only happened in, like, New York for some reason. In New York movies. Yeah, in New York movies. And then, like you said, that's never happened to you before. No. (laughs) It was... It was really funny. And, like, you're the kind of guy who I'd picture being, like, like running after the car to fucking break I, their you know windshield what? I in. I thought right, right off the bat, I looked back and the car was going so fast that it, it was physically impossible for me to catch that car. Yeah, he was running away from you. Yeah, he was just, like, they were probably laughing, having a good time. They might have did it on purpose. But there's nothing I could do. Um, again, it's out of my hands. Just think about how funny that situation is, getting splashed by a car, you know? Gutter water all over his nice white T-shirt. Yeah. And then we get to see our best friend's ex-girlfriend pull up. And completely try to avoid eye contact with him whatsoever. Yeah, it was an awkward situation, and most people don't like awkward situations. But Scott and I, we thrive on them. I honestly do. I think, like, I mean, I'm an awkward guy in general, but I've learned... 
that in order to like overcome that awkwardness, you just have to amp it up a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. be that awkward person. Yes, you are a performer. So even though you say you don't like awkward situations, you love them because you go out there and you thrive on it. You thrive under pressure. I was I was talking to like a couple of people at Dom DeAngelis's birthday last night, and there were a couple of girls, and one was like, "Oh yeah, she's my roommate," and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I hope you guys like living together. <laughs> like, like what? I just have like the stupidest comments to things. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, that's small talk for you, man. Just say the weirdest shit and walk away. But like most of the time, people are talking to me. I'm like, why are you telling me this? I don't. Why are you talking to me? And I I know they're just being nice and like talking, but I'm like, I'm not a good speaker at all. Yeah. Why <laughs> do we have a podcast? My massager turned off and. I don't know if these are good for the podcast, these chairs, because I feel like we're both falling asleep. Speaking of Todd, he's just releasing uh, hes releasing his life work. Yeah, are you guys Todd's proud a, of him? Todd's been working on a book for three years, and he's finally putting it out. Yeah, Todd, Todd's book, I saw you, you commented on his uh, Instagram post, Nerd, <laughs> and I commented, I, damn, I, I wish I could read. But um, he wasn't too happy about those. <laughs> he's very sensitive, man. He, sometimes he's extremely tough, but a lot of times he's, he's really sensitive. And lately, with this book, he's a little on edge because he really cares about it. That's just because he's passionate. Yeah, that's the way things go, though. Like if, if you really put your time and effort into something, you want to see it do well and you want positive feedback and you know, getting negative feedback on something that you've been working on for such a long period of time is going to hurt a lot more than if you film a vlog in 30 minutes and put it up on YouTube, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But I, I mean, no one has read the book yet. It's on pre-order, I believe. So I'm, I'm hoping the best. I'm hoping. It's already that number one. <laughs> it's already number one. Number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's number one after being pre-ordered. Number one in poetry. Number one on Amazon poetry. Damn, that's sick. I'm I'm very excited to see like how it does for him. We don't want to make this podcast any more boring than it already is today. So we're not going to talk about a, a book that isn't even out yet. We're excited for it. Um, can't wait! To, can't wait! Can't wait for that book to come out. And uh, we'll read it right here on the podcast. We'll do a nice audio audio book version <laughs> of the Scott Cast for about six episodes straight. We'll just read Todd's book. Did you go to the dirt, Dirty Dumb thing? No, I didn't. I went to um, Maya Mitchell's birthday party. It was it was really nice to see them because those were like my best friends before I hung out with all you guys. So it was nice seeing Maya. Um, she was really, really, you know, happy and positive and, you know, it was nice she, catching up with her. You miss them. You miss your old friends. They're a lot like you guys, but they're different in their own way. And they told me that they binged watch all the videos that we've been doing and they really love them. They had no idea that this stuff was even going on. And it was really nice to hear that because, you know, they're all super talented people. Maya's a really great actress. I feel like I could see her being in Marvel or some shit one day. And she's Australian. She acts in American. That's always like so much makes it makes it. That is very cool to like know that they're putting on an accent. Like when I first watch a show with an Australian actor or something like that and then find out they have an accent afterwards, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wow. What, how does Owen Wilson do it? Wow. That's wow. So Heath got a Lamborghini for free this this week. Let's talk about that. 
He did get a Lamborghini for free this week. He got a nice blue Lamborghini, probably worth about $240,000. Heath has wanted a sports car for a long time. He's been working towards getting one, and now he has nothing to work towards, nothing to live for. He's got nothing to work towards. Yeah, you know? I don't think he cares, though, man. I think that's all all he wanted. Um, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. But I mean, I was I was thinking, well, shit, I got to start going over to David's house and hanging out more. I you know, usually I try to avoid David and do my own thing, but <laughs> I had an idea for like a TikTok. This would normally be like a Vine, I guess, but um, I would make it into like I guess a TikTok or something. It's not like a YouTube skit, but um, I was thinking like I, I'm just about to post a video why I left the Vlog Squad, or like the, it's titled like why I'm leaving the Vlog Squad, and I'm just like. And I, I'm about to upload, and then I get a notification <laughs> surprising best friend with Lamborghini. And then I'm just like, oh shit, all right, uh, let me fucking delete this quick. <laughs> but I'll probably never make that. And, you know, it's like, yeah, that's, that's I actually didn't understand what you just said. <laughs> Did you guys understand? Yeah, I got, yeah. What, I got what you were saying. So mm. I'd be posting a video. My resignation from the vlog squad, like why I'm leaving Team 10, like all those videos that are like real clickbaity, why I'm leaving the vlog squad, but like a genuine, like I'm fucking out of this shit now, you know, I'm posting this video, like a real serious, like apology video. You get it? Like mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah. all right, ready to publish it. And then boom, get a notification that David posted the Lamborghini video, surprising my best friend with the Lamborghini. And then I'm like... Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, let me just wait out a little bit. I'm going to stick around in the vlog squad. He hasn't gotten me a car yet. Okay, now yeah, I get it. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. Yeah, but like getting a car is one thing, but getting a, a fucking $250,000 Lamborghini as a gift is insane. Nobody's ever done. I, well, not that I know of. I know like Jay-Z and Beyonce like got each other like private jets, but that's a, a whole nother level, and that's your spouse. Just getting a friend, a Lamborghini, like a, a quarter million dollar purchase for a friend yeah, as a I, want, I want to ask Dave, Jesus Christ, bro, how long have you guys been fucking? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. David's all about just like, he, he really gets joy out of giving people stuff and he, he's always trying to one-up himself, but that is insane. Like, remember when Kanye got Kim that G-Wagon and that was like viral news? No. You don't remember that? Well, I guess it wasn't that, that viral. I guess it wasn't that big <laughs> of a deal. But like, that was even just a $100,000 car. Like, he gave away a quarter million dollars to a friend. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I gave Todd a, a Range Rover. I bought Todd a Range Rover. And I feel like that is just completely overlooked. I tried to do something nice, but then David wrapped the Range Rover in his face like a week after I got the Range Rover. So everyone thought that David got the Range Rover for Todd too. Ah. Uh, kind of yeah. stole the thunder of it, you know? That's always so crazy to me. Every every time I get in the car with Todd and I'll, I I'm like, wow, man, you know, this is a nice car you got. And he didn't even get it for himself. You got it for him. <laughs> and you got yourself a Jeep. I got myself a Jeep. That's nice, man. You know, I would, uh, at that point, I would have been like, hey, you know what? Just fucking take the Jeep after the video is done. Let me have this for the remainder of the time. At the time that I got him that car, I had a Tesla. But I sold the Tesla because my insurance bill was so high. Um, I was like, I'm just going to get a cheap, affordable car. And the insurance will be less money. And uh, it didn't work out that way. The insurance was less money, but then I got my renewal bill for my Tesla insurance. Mm -hmm. Same price as the Jeep insurance. You don't need fancy things to feel good. All you need to do is go go down to Starbucks and and 
see some of your fans down there, and that's <laughs> that's all all you need. And there's a little Novocaine and anesthesia. I was just talking to Kristen last night about things that make me happy, and I was like, there's really nothing that interests me at all. I don't like going bowling. I don't like doing things. I like working out, and I like working. Like well, I, bowling's fucking dumb. I, I don't know why. It's I, fun it for just, the first two bowls, and then after that, you're just like, all right, do I have to keep doing this shit? I've just never enjoyed it, and I, I don't know what like what is there to do for fun that I like doing. I like working out, and I like working, and that's pretty much it. Maybe you come up come up the mountain with me, stick your arm down a rattlesnake hole. Maybe that'll give you a nice little thrill. Maybe you'll enjoy that. Maybe. What do you do for fun, actually? Like, what what is something that interests you outside of like working and filming oh, and stuff I'll like that? I'll go down. I'll go down to the the batting cages. I'll hit a couple balls. Really? Now that's a that's a pastime. No, I'm kidding. I, I haven't been to the batting cages, but that sounds like a good plan. Maybe I'll go soon. For fun, I like I like outdoor activities a lot. Uh, my my idea of fun changes a lot because I go through a lot of phases. But I really do enjoy creating videos. I know it's work for us. Yeah. But it's fucking great when you're on a roll and like you're doing cool shit. And it fe- it feels good to like accomplish something. Every every video that you're done making is like, oh, I just had fun making that video. It looks good and I'm putting mm-hmm. it out. I was talking to Kristen about like we should start doing more things for fun. And I'm like, but like what? What are you gonna go to a carnival and ride around on rides? Just go straight to heroin. Just go get <laughs> high. You know, cause that's what it is. If your kids are getting getting high from spinning around they're going to get high on dope when they get older. I just don't know what I would do for fun other than what I do now. Well, what are you what are you going to do your whole life? Hang out in parking lots and drink beers and then fucking smash the beer bottle down after? We're not 12 years old anymore, you know? I wasn't doing that when I was 12, maybe 16. <laughs> but yeah, life goes on. You got to find uh, hobbies that work with your life. Like I like being productive. So a nice little run on the beach. It's probably one of my favorite things to do. Maybe that's what we got to start doing together, going on runs at the beach. I think that sums up the week. Why don't we just jump into advice from assholes? I'm starting college it. in two weeks, and I am totally scared. I just changed my major because I wasn't happy with my previous one, and I was wondering if you guys had any advice for someone who is scared shitless of their entire future and what it's going to be because I'm honestly so terrified and Taking it day by day is not working for me because it's just stressing me out even more. So, yeah. Love you guys. Just don't go. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, Whatever is going to happen is going to happen, you know? You could fucking get killed. You could get hit by a truck tomorrow, and then none of that school stuff matters, or your student loans will all be passed down to whoever is, is the cosigner for them. And is that how it works? Or if you just get hit by a truck, do your student loans disappear? They don't disappear. They go to someone next to kin or some shit like that. It's pretty scary. Seriously? Student, student loans are a serious business, I think. Everyone, wow. Everyone I know that goes to college and takes out student loans is then stressed for the next 10 years of their lives. And that blows. But I've been reading this book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And you really just need to not give a fuck. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much you stress things. It's not going to make them better by stressing them. So just don't care too much about it. Care about what you're doing, but don't don't let it fucking bother you. Yeah, and if it's stressing you out that much, just fucking go into your school, say, fuck you guys, I'm out. You're cool. You're cool. Fuck you. (laughs) Nice hoodie, by the way. 
Look at this dude. What's up, Scott? What's up, Jeff? So my question actually is for the both of you. So, Jeff, I know you're really athletic. You like to run, eat healthy. So and Scott, you like to drink. Um, I don't think you're really that or as athletic. So I want to know what your guys' resting heart rates are. Um, it's for science. Is that it? That's the whole question. What's our resting heart rate? Hey, bro, I have no fucking idea what that even means. Um, I just got my blood pressure checked. It was 143 over 70 before I got my wisdom teeth out. Don't know if that helps anything, but apparently it was a little bit high because I was nervous because I was strapped into a flat bed before they took my teeth out. I don't know if that if you mean like blood pressure and stuff like that. My blood pressure is pretty good. Hey, we took Nerf to the vet last week because somebody commented on the video. They think that he has diabetes. Um, he doesn't have diabetes. He's actually perfectly healthy for a little old man. And I just thought I'd let you guys know that Nerf's doing pretty good. I don't know. I don't know any of our resting heart rates though. But thank you for uh, the backhanded insult to Scott. That was nice. I'm pretty fucking athletic myself. My question is. Uh, do you guys ever want to have kids and will you and your families be on YouTube and will you share your wife and your life and your kids? Um, yeah, that's my question. That was a sweet question. Um, yeah, I would love to have kids one day. I just, I don't, I'm not ready to have the responsibility of a family right now at this moment, but maybe I'll just have a couple kids in Australia when I go there with Scott on tour. Did I mention Scott's going on tour? Scott's going on tour. And I'm going to start an Australian family when I'm there. Grab tickets at scottysire.com if you want to see Jeff and me and Todd and Bruce and whoever else in Australia. Um, I think that kid-wise, I was actually just talking to Todd about this yesterday. What if Todd and I get married? We do a three-way marriage. And do surrogates? And yeah, something like that. We do a surrogate or we just adopt a very young kid and start family channels with that kid as a a gay couple, a couple of dads with a kid. I think that would bang on YouTube. I would like to find maybe like a a nice athletic woman to repopulate with. Um, no rush. Maybe in like three, four, five years. Reggie, what's up, man? Good to have you here, man. Reginald. Reg Reggie's popping in now. Reggie, you look good. Your new hair. You look great. Yeah, I like it. it. How old are you? Pop your head in on camera. Uh, Yeah, I'm 19. So not only did your haircut make you look young, you are young. Yeah, but I'll turn 20 in October, though. Reggie is my intern. He was not paid for the first year that he worked. So that's just, I don't know why I'm introducing him like that. Actually, I know why. To show his loyalty. Because he's been around from the start, and he wasn't in it for the money. And now he's in it for the money. Because, yeah. He that's gets just paid how, in a haircut. He got No, he gets paid in, in money and haircuts <laughs> whenever he wants. But, yeah, he's a good, real good guy. Check out his YouTube channel. Just kidding. Let's cut that, Oscar. <laughs> He's going to start helping out, too, with the podcast. I don't know what we have to do here. But he helps out with the barbershops. Those have been on hold for a little. I'm going to fucking kill myself. I'm turning 21 in a couple months, and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do, how I want to celebrate. So do you guys have any suggestions? Like, how should I celebrate my 21st birthday? Yeah, thanks, guys. Go to hell. I mean, go to Vegas. Vegas yeah, is a great same 21st. Thing. Same thing. If you go to Vegas, you're basically in hell. It's all just prostitution and drugs and, and bad people. So, yeah, go to Vegas or hell. I don't know, man. Like, 21st birthdays, a lot of people want to do it big. They want to get so fucked up, they're barfing all over the sidewalk outside of the club. 
or inside the club. Go on a camping trip with just a couple close friends or hang out with your mom and your dad. That's great advice, Scott. That was really good. Yeah, go on thanks a camping for, trip, hang out with your mom and dad. Thanks for raising home. me to adulthood. If they did. If they didn't, then don't hang out with them. Yeah, maybe get a big tattoo across your whole back, like a nice tribal or like a koi fish, like that uh, Ben Affleck's tattoo. Can you pull up Ben Affleck's tattoo? Why, why the fuck do you think Ben Affleck got this tattoo on his back? And do you think he regrets it? Do you know the Ben Affleck tattoo I'm talking about? No. But you my would never hurts. expect him to have this. Look at that thing. That Jesus looks, Christ. That looks pretty bad for some reason. It's It seems pretty bad, huh? Maybe go get one of those. Slap one of those across your whole back for your 21st. Leave yourself a good memory. Get a good life lesson out of it. Because that's what life's about. Growing and learning and ups and downs. This picture of him and his back, for some reason, reminds me of Dylan Francis. Like That would look okay if I knew it was on Dylan Francis's back. <laughs> that's Batman. <laughs> But that's Batman. That's Batman's back. He's not my Batman. Christian, not my Batman. Chris, Christian Bale is my Batman. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And Ben Affleck's a great actor. I love him in Good Will Hunting. Tons of movies. You know, he wrote it. He's a real smart guy. The Town. You ever see The Town? The Bank Town's Robberies? great. Town's great, great movies. Is he in Departed too? He is, right? No, but he's in like all those Boston movies. So he basically is pretty much. <laughs> Have you seen The Accountant? The Accountant, yeah. He's in that one. Great actor. He's just not Batman. And Christian Bale has... Uh, British accent fucking acts like a regular American. <laughs> I can't yeah. do stuff with my mouth right now. It hurts. You did it perfect. Uh, first I thought, he looks like Sean White. I was wondering uh, what was the most scary uh, thing that Next. you experienced in jail. Uh, because I remember you talked about in the Joe video uh, that you were always kind of afraid of your life. And for Scott, uh, I was wondering why you feel uh, the need to drink uh, when it's just you and Kristen. The worst part of jail is when they put you on the fucking bus and they drive you around because there's like no room for your knees and I'm tall, so they jam you up in that and you just never want to travel. You're just like, take me back to the cell, put me in there because this fucking bus ride sucks and you're handcuffed to another like usually big man stuck in this way too small seat and you're just like on the chain gang in this fucking bus that's rocking around. There's just a guy with a big gun there. Yeah, that's probably the worst part. I don't know. You're not like fearing for your life, right, Cody? What's the worst part of jail? Where you like, what's the worst part? In California? Yeah. The politics? In LA jail, it's horrible because it's all political and they segregate you. So you'll have to be put with your own race. And then it's just like, you, you just feel like you're not even on the same planet anymore. You're just back like 50 years or even more because it's like everything's so behind. Also, the shower only three times a week. Oh, yeah. Shower. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. The rest of the time, you got to shower at the sink. That's crazy. That's my vlog posting schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you miss the sh it's only uh, five minute showers. They open the showers up at 530 in the morning. So you got to run, get in. The water's on a timer. And then if you get backed up, you have to share a shower. Yeah. You, you got to share a shower with another, another yeah, guy, another strange man. You. Yeah. You got to be have around people towels. you don't want to be around. Everything about jail is torture. It's hard to pick one thing that sucks. But we'll do a whole nother First podcast all, episode about that. To make you not want to come back. Yeah. Now, Scott, I don't know if you want to. My question? Yeah. Why do I drink every night even when it's just me and Kristen? Um, well, it's not a me and Kristen thing. I was drinking every night for the past eight years. I took a break four years ago for a month. Then I picked right back up where I left off for the next four years until I quit two weeks ago. Um, and it's just a course of habit. I drink myself to sleep. It numbs my brain and it helps me fall asleep faster. Um, but I don't get the proper sleep. 
and I'm I'm learning right now. I'm proving to myself that I don't need alcohol to fall asleep, but I was addicted to it, and that's why I was doing it, and uh, and that's why I stopped. Good answer. I had the same problem. I would drink to fall asleep. I would have a, either a few glasses of wine, a few beers, just something to turn your brain off. And now, two weeks in, I was looking at myself in the mirror, and like I feel like I'm losing a lot of like water weight and, and shit like that, and already I feel a little bit skinnier, yeah. a little bit more shredded. Good questions, though, man. Those are really good. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Um, let's hope that Scott doesn't OD on drugs throughout the week. And hopefully we'll be back next week with another episode of Scott Cast. I don't know if I want to come back next week. <laughs> this one really this one really turned me off with the podcast game. My mouth hurts. I can't even say hurts. Leave a comment and let Scott know that he should come back next week. I just feel bad. I feel like I failed you guys. I feel like I let you down this episode. No, what are you talking about? It's half my fault, everything you do. Everything I do is half your fault. That's that's right. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for listening, guys. Can you blow out the candle? Cause I don't think I can make a blow motion with that's, my mouth. No, you gotta blow it out, man. Yo, what's up? I got my wisdom teeth out, and now I gotta go, and I can't even shout, cause my vocals cause hurt, cause I got my wisdom teeth out. So I'm not even gonna fucking shout. Oh. Blow it out. Not bad. Good job, Scott. Proud of you, man. I want to die. Same.